The End of the Stick Dogs Amanda Lester was so tired of hearing about the great Sherlock Holmes she could scream. Mr. Lardida, boring detective, whoop-de-doo. Night and day, day and night, he was all her parents talked about. It's time to get serious, Amanda. When I was your age, I had already memorized Sherlock Holmes's complete memoirs. Darling, that will never work. You must do it like Sherlock Holmes. Did I tell you what Murgatroyd Thumbwhistle said about Sherlock Holmes? She loved her parents, but they were so clueless. Why couldn't they see that she wasn't interested in becoming a detective, and never would be? Just because the profession ran in her family, so what? Sure, her dad was descended from Inspector G. Lestrade of Scotland Yard, the police detective who worked with Holmes, but that didn't mean she had to be like him. Jeans weren't destiny. At least she hoped they weren't. The man was a disaster, an inconvenient fact that seemed to escape the Lesters, who fervently believed that Holmes and Lestrade were equals. No, she had more important things to think about. She was a filmmaker. She discovered her passion at the age of three, which meant she'd been at it for nine years. That was practically a decade. Lunch Pail, the film she'd written and directed when she was seven, was her masterpiece, although Minor Bird, which she'd produced at ten, came in at a close second. Of course, A Distant Snail was good, too, but she should have animated it rather than trying to film actual snails, which hadn't been very cooperative, especially during the racing scenes. Now, at twelve, all that was behind her. She was practically an adult. It was time to get down to business, if she could just clear a few teensy-eensy hurdles, like the fact that no one would work with her anymore because she was too bossy, and that thing about her parents threatening to send her to boarding school if she didn't drop that frivolous hobby. So she had to keep her meetings with the Stick Dog Filmmakers Club and Production Company a secret. If Herb and Lila Lester found out she was still making movies, they'd ruin everything. Of course, there was another minor problem. The stick dogs weren't actually producing anything. They'd been meeting for months and had got nowhere. It seemed that even after all this time, Amanda and her friends Laurie Wong and Jill Javor couldn't agree on a concept. With the deadline for entering the Kangaroo Egg Film Festival rapidly approaching, they were headed for disaster, and she was as nervous as could be. If they didn't make it this time, they'd have to admit defeat and disband. Amanda had already lost everyone else she'd worked with. Without Jill and Laurie, she'd have no actors, no crew, and no help, and her career would be over. She glanced at the time. 3.50. Only a few minutes till the meeting so she'd better scoot. She turned back to the email she couldn't believe she'd received and had already read seventy-three times. Darius Plover, her favourite director, had actually answered her. It had taken a couple of months, but here the message was in all its glory, three short but dazzling paragraphs from the man who'd made Scaffold, Night of the Turkey, and Dirigible. She'd never expected him to get back to her. She was in heaven. Dear Miss Lester, thank you for your lovely note. I am honored that you've enjoyed my films. Regarding your question about the best way for directors to work with actors, the most important thing is to respect them. They are artists, just like you. Don't try to micromanage them. That way they will enjoy working with you, 
and your films will shine. Please keep me posted on your work. I'd love to hear from you anytime. Sincerely, Darius Plover. He was so nice. Maybe geniuses weren't all nasty and weird. And his advice was perfect. Now that she thought about it, it was obvious she'd been doing it wrong. She'd let her ambition get in the way and had driven her actors crazy. No wonder they'd all quit. From now on, she'd be more patient. But what if being patient didn't fix the problem? Maybe she was just no good, or too weird, and that was why they had all left her. Maybe the culprit was those Lestrade genes.